Say goodbye to the food police and hello to peace. Welcome to the Love Food Podcast, hosted by award-winning dietitian and food behavior expert, Julie Duffy Dillon. This authentically engineered series is in the form of a love letter, welcoming you to reconnect with food. Now pour a cup of coffee or a margarita, and let's begin. And welcome to episode 39 of the Love Food Podcast. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and food peace promoter. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for connecting today. And I'm really excited to bring you today's episode and a letter that's describing a person's journey towards a food peace. And, you know, from reading the letter, I got the sense that this person has been doing this work for quite some time and is finding a really interesting stumbling point that you may also identify with. Even if you are kind of newer to your journey uh, away from dieting and towards food peace, and this person is finding that they are inclined to do things like mindful eating in the absolute right way, and they feel really crappy when they do it the wrong way. So I'm really excited to get this letter to you and you know hear your thoughts about it. But before we get to the letter, I want to make sure that you are aware that I have a free p- food peace newsletter that I send out every Tuesday. So if you're finding that the words you hear in this podcast are helpful as you you know find your own path to food peace and body positivity, then I think you're gonna also like my newsletter. Again, I just send it out every Tuesday. There's no other spam or anything else that I'm gonna send you. I'm very protective of that. And um, it's gonna have um, access to the episodes, but also other people who are um, doing the similar kind of work that I think can also help your journey and other services and products. And I don't know, there's things on the internet that are interesting that may... Um, help your journey towards body positivity. So if you want to connect to that, all you got to do is just go to my website. It's juliedillonrd.com and I'll have a link to it in the show notes. But enough of that. Let's get to this episode's letter. Dear food, our relationship has been far from perfect, but I'm under the impression that things are on the mend. As a legitimately fat lady, I've spent years of my life trying to control you in order to control my body. Since age 14, I did weight watching in numerous cycles, always beating myself up for the times when I felt like I didn't want enough to choose the lowest fat, sugar, carb content in my foods. It wasn't until about age 25 that I decided dieting was too hard on my mental health and I started trying to love you again. Now, two years after my initial breakup with diet culture, I try to be more mindful about my food. I eat more fresh things because I know my body will appreciate the fuel that I get from fruits, veggies, and some animal proteins. I also take pleasure in eating once forbidden foods like croissants because to me, their buttery, flaky layers taste like freedom. I'm even starting to move my body for fun just like all those health at every size folks recommend. I never thought it would happen. I'm writing to you today though, because I'm starting to worry about old habits dying hard. I'm not going to diet again because I know that's not going to bring me happiness. The problem is that after years of my life spent learning to eat right on programs, I'm starting to feel subconscious urges to go back to the whole mindful eating thing right too. 
It's like I pat myself on the back when I let myself eat candy because, hey, I'm entitled to enjoy a candy bar, but then my typical enjoyment turns into a mini binge that leaves me feeling less than happy. Or I'll make a delicious, lovingly crafted, well-rounded meal with protein, starch, and veggies, and when I'm finished delighting in it, I'll think, good girl, your body chose well. I can tell that there are some lingering false assumptions about the morality of my food choices, but these feelings are even harder to pin down because they're happening under the mindful eating umbrella that I've constructed in my mind. Furthermore, I feel like this note to you is as much a misconnection ad as much as it is a letter. For whatever reason, my husband and I have discovered that I am under some strange food jinx. Whenever we order fast food or takeout, If an order is going to have something wrong about it, it will be my food that's messed up. Melted nacho cheese on my burger instead of a normal slice of cheddar. A spicy chicken sandwich instead of a single cheeseburger. Unwanted brown rice on my chipotle bowl and white rice that miraculously appears in time for them to make my husband's burrito. The list goes on and on. And sometimes my husband brings home ingredients on the grocery list that aren't exactly what I hoped they'd be. And though I laugh off these instances because of my bad food luck is a strange cosmic joke, I also find myself seething with anger that can't be directed at anyone in particular. Instead, I've literally cried about not getting garlic butter with a pizza order, which frankly is an embarrassing feeling to bask in. In these instances, I feel betrayed and robbed of my food enjoyment. And then I start negative self-talk for caring so much about you in the first place food. I worry about my anger over our frequent misconnections is a quiet symptom of a much bigger and more concerning mental fixation on what I eat. It would be really nice to get some advice for how to ditch the morals and preoccupation with food choices that sneak in, even though it's been years since I decided to ditch the, the diet habit. I love you, food. I'm so glad we found ways to spend time together in meaningful and beautiful ways over the last couple of years. I just worry that our relationship needs a bit of counseling. Sincerely, a food moralist wolf in mindful sheep's clothing. Thank you, letter writer, so much for that letter and your thoughts and experiences. I really value them because you were able to describe um, in words that I don't think I've ever been able to describe before how mindful eating can be twisted to be harmful instead of health promoting. I picture all the mindful gurus from thousands of years ago are really a bit pissed off on how our society, our modern society is twisting it to make it um, a moral issue and with lots of shooting and judging, which as you probably know, letter writer, is the opposite of what mindfulness really is about. If you're new to the world of mindfulness, and as it relates to mindful eating, mindfulness has this foundation of compassion, non-judgment, and really just being in the moment and noticing and training your brain to do that for your experiences and your thoughts there's lots of different types of mindfulness, but that's the foundation pretty much for all of them. But somehow, you know, like you said in the letter, your mindfulness, there's all this, this shooting in it. And shooting only le- leads to one thing, 
it leads to dieting. And what it has evolved for you, letter writer, and I have a feeling for many people listening, is this kind of hybrid of mindful dieting. Unfortunately, in my Facebook feed, at least once a week, I see some kind of article posted where mindfulness is connected to weight loss or mindfulness is connected to cleaner eating. Uh, Mindfulness is somehow connected to dieting. Whenever it's connected in that way, it's connected to a pursuit of weight loss or connected to something that is considered to be a path that is a, a moral higher ground, then it's being twisted in a way it's not supposed to. And unfortunately, like many things, it's become kind of a normal way of practicing mindfulness. So for you, letter writer, and anyone anyone listening that has a similar experience, if you're wondering how to change, I do have some thoughts for you. I think it's important to, again, remember the foundation of mindfulness being compassionate, non-judgmental curiosity. And when we really center on that concept, what can happen is as the eating experiences happen and as you notice your first thoughts about the eating experiences and when those thoughts are judgments or shoulds or good job at a girl or, ooh, I shouldn't have done that. Um, When you notice those first ones that align with more of a dieting philosophy, I would encourage you to practice not judging it and really practice on pausing there and then decide what you would really like it to be. You know, not judge it, but then decide how would you as a as a grown-up, as someone who's in charge of herself, what you would rather that thought to be. I I remember reading at one point, I, I wish I could remember the author or where I read it the first time, that, you know, our first thoughts are from our upbringing or, you know, culture or exposures in life. And our second thoughts are the ones that we choose to be. So, you know, you can rewrite them. I don't know how long those first thoughts will be there, the ones that sound more of like a diet. I don't know if they'll always be there, but I know that there's nothing uh, there's nothing wrong with you with you having them. I think it's really normal and natural, especially because of our toxic environment that really honors dieting because you live in a fat body and you know choosing to not diet is going to be radical in our society right now. Although I do think it is the most health promoting choice you can make, but it also is considered a radical act. So it makes sense to me that you would have those as your first thoughts. So, um, but yeah, I would just encourage you to, to practice noticing that as your first thought and then how would you rewrite them and let yourself pause with how you would rewrite them. There's another part too. Um, I think there may be something missing with the way you're practicing mindful eating and uh, a non-diet life. And I think it's something that we don't talk about enough when it relates to eating and healthy eating. I believe that healthy eating includes pleasure. And letter writer, you did a really beautiful job painting a picture for me on how you have really begun to honor the nurturing side of eating and savoring and connecting to that satiety within you. Yet I didn't get much of how that pleasure feels good and honoring that pleasure. I think 
our world is trying to take out that pleasure of eating as something that it's it's almost like we shouldn't feel the pleasure. We need to be robots and just have it as fuel. And um, that really makes me sad, you know, and a quote I want to read for you is one by Ellen Satter. If you are new to the show, Ellen Satter is a dietitian and a therapist who I admire tremendously because of her work on the, the eating relationship. And she has a lot of work on raising children to be competent eaters and then also how to be a competent eater as a grown-up. What she's known for saying is, when we take the joy out of eating, nutrition suffers. So I wonder for you, letter writer, by not noticing and honoring and being okay with the pleasure from these uh, eating experiences, I wonder how that is contributing to that mindful dieting. It may just be something that if you pay a, a bit more attention to and practice honoring it and being more comfortable when it's happening, I wonder what that would do for this process for you. One last thing before we hear what food has to say. Um, you mentioned in your letter these kind of jinx experiences that you're having with food. The way that you describe them, I think the thing that was most impressionable for me about what, how you describe them is the personalization, um, not necessarily the jinx themselves. I don't know about the universe and all the things that it makes happen. I often and, and appreciate the um, the way the universe presents things for us to practice. Yet, um, I don't know if it's necessarily a jinx, but the thing that I really connected to is how you personalized when they did happen and the the guilt and shame and the way that it felt like it was directed towards you. Um, and then feeling that guilt and shame and reacting that way. So using that mindfulness that has helped you to move tremendously in a direction of food peace, I think it also can help you with this part of it. And whenever you notice a food jinx happen, um, and then if you hear that first kind of reaction or thought that is feeling um, so distraught from it, Again, just I encourage you to to notice it and then decide as a as a grown up as an adult how you would like to reframe the experience. I know for some people I work with, they often reframe it as an opportunity to practice this kindness, this non judgmental curiosity, and and then what what you will do with it. I know for some people they would decide just to roll with whatever they got delivered to them, or they would decide to advocate for themselves because they really, really, really wanted cheddar cheese on their hamburger, not the one that you got. So, and I don't think there's a right or wrong choice in there. I think it just depends on what you really need in that moment. And what you need is really what's the most important thing for you to do. So I hope this helps letter writer. I'm really curious what food has to say. So let's give food a chance to give you some insight but until that, I would love to hear your thoughts, what's going on now, how you're experiencing this shift from mindful dieting to continuing a, a compassionate journey towards uh, food peace. Take care. Dear Food Moralist, we have been incredibly thankful for our healing connection. We smile with your increased body positivity and food peace. We pause when we notice the shoulds and the should nots happening within your newfound joy. We encourage you to pause too and decide to not feel ashamed of the stumbles. Rather, 
Notice what is tripping you up and decide how you want to continue the journey. More joyful connection awaits when you make the decision to compassionately allow pleasure and health and everything that comes along with it. Love food. Do you have a complicated relationship with food and want to change? I want to help. Send your dear food letter to lovefoodpodcast at gmail.com. I hope to read about your experiences soon. Thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is the Love Food series. Have you enjoyed the show or would you like to give me feedback? I welcome your thoughts. Please give a review in iTunes and subscribe. This type of kindness helps the show continue. You can also tweet me at eatingpermitrd. Take care.